Illinois State Fair. It is Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And uh, looking off, of course, off to uh, the Carnival Midway, now the North American Midway. The uh, Carnival Ride's getting splashed with sunshine overhead. We are at the northwest corner of the Reich Pavilion where we've been broadcasting all week long. and We couldn't have asked for better weather. Just absolutely gorgeous. Again, uh, here live from the Illinois State Fair, I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. And uh, special guest with me this morning, uh, it is a, uh, a member of the agricultural community, uh, believe it or not, but uh, with cannabis, not just for medicinal purposes, but also for recreational purposes. Uh, you've got a lot of new industry uh, that's that's growing all across the state, uh, pun intended. Uh, and to talk more about the cannabis industry, and in particular, the uh, the the craft growing industry, we're joined by Jeff Fulgenzi here at the fairgrounds. Jeff, thanks for taking time with us this morning. Thank you for inviting me out to the fairgrounds. It's always a good time to come to the fairgrounds. Well, you're not too far away. I mean, you got you just across the street helping people park. Well, we uh, we have a parking lot, and we stay busy this time of year. We're we're probably the closest lot to to the gates and we uh we take care of folks yeah so make it happen uh if you can't get parking of course on the fairgrounds definitely uh across the street there's tons of opportunity including uh with the uh, fulgenzi family uh jeff i wanted to bring you on because uh of course you know i was on vacation last week um was that last week I forget. It's all it's all blending together. Uh, but uh, there was a little bit of a dust up uh, at the Springfield City Council meeting concerning a uh, an ordinance that uh, that would have allowed for setbacks for certain cannabis businesses. Uh, give us kind of the the general layperson understanding of what this ordinance is sure. all about. Governor Pritzker created a program for social equity craft grow, recognizing the failed war on drugs and all the significant arrests on the north side, south side, and east side in Springfield. They created the disproportionately impacted area and created a, a craft grow program for social social equity. If you qualify and you, you were impacted by the failed war on drug, as my partners were, uh, you can be awarded a license on a competitive uh, competitive nature. We, we applied for a social equity craft grow license and uh, had a perfect score, and now we're trying to find a location. We're gonna give back to the community. We're gonna create 25 to 30 jobs. We're gonna invest millions of dollars, and we wanna go into the blighted areas of Springfield's industrial parks. And uh, unfortunately, the city council is, uh, again, telling a craft grow social equity company they don't want them in Springfield. And that's just the wrong message. And it's exactly what we should not be doing at a time when we need to fill these vacant buildings, Greg. So this ordinance wasn't just about your particular uh, business prospects. No. This was a general ordinance about craft grow operations. In so glad you asked. I'm a proud board, board member of the Illinois Craft Grow Association. I helped craft uh, a number of applications. Uh, for these licenses, all of which were, were successful. Uh, there were four or five of them in the room that night at council, all looking for locations, none of which meet setbacks that are created by, you know, Kristen DeCenzo and this council that's just, frankly, redlining the east side, north side uh, from, from these investments. And, it, and it's not right. It's not right. So, no, the, the ordinance was to allow all the industrial parks uh, to simply create a setback of 200 feet from residential homes. As you can imagine, over the years, industrial parks were created and then homes were built nearby people wanted to live near work they wanted to take advantage of the lower cost housing so they, they built homes near industrial park every industrial park in town uh, in springfield is surrounded by by homes um, and, and those are the ones we want to use the, the council has a 2500 foot setback a half a mile setback for 
for an infuser, Greg. An infuser is something, nothing more than a bottle of oil and making gummies. Well, and, and you think like uh, it's the same type of manufacturing uh, operations that are dealt with uh, corn syrup or, uh, you know, uh, making crackers or something like that. It, it's, it's certainly a, a manufacturing process. And the thing with our, our zoning now, we can put a racetrack, we can put a chemical plant, we can put an oil refinery, we can put heliports right now. I could grow hemp in the industrial park legally without asking permission or additional zoning. But for some reason, the, 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 the anti-cannabis crowd, the reefer madness crowd are trying to block the governor's program in the areas that need it most. And if you look at the historic redlining maps of the 1940s, these are the exact same places that this council is denying these investments. And it's not right. Well, and it's uh, something too that uh, the, the uh, recreational or the adult use cannabis law specifically outlined, right? Specifically they, they, outlined. They, the program was meant to uh, not only uh, make sure that certain individuals who are impacted by the war on drugs get the licenses, but also that the communities most impacted by this benefit from the tax revenue and benefit from the investment in the jobs. Uh, Jeff Fulgenzi with exactly us. Right. He's talking about uh, the craft growing and uh, an ordinance that uh, was blocked by the city council this week. Uh, the prospects moving forward here, the, the mayor says he's looking at uh, doing his own kind of uh, ordinance here. Uh, what, what do you well, anticipate? I, I think the mayor and some of the council members want to simply have the, the regional planning commission study the issue, provide professional research, professional analysis. Uh, for the council to make a decision. Unfortunately, six aldermen voted against uh, creating an analysis to even study this issue. And unfortunately, in my, in my experience, if an elected official is refusing for research, they're not basing their, their decisions on merit. They're basing their decisions on personal personal matters. And that, that's not what zoning is all about. We zone property, not people. This is not personal. This is not about Kristen DeCenzo and, and the other aldermen or the Fulgenzi family. This is about people trying to create jobs in Springfield and invest in Springfield and invest in these low-income communities and these industrial parks. I, I, the building I'm interested in at 11th and Stanford, Greg, is uh, been vacant since 2006 after the 2006 tornado. Suck and win since 2006, yet we're being blocked from going there. You know, and then you know, I, I respect that there's some that con are concerned about school children. We, we share that concern. My, I've got children. I've been elected official for many years. We would never do anything to harm a neighborhood or harm children. The building I'm interested in, Greg, is 1,480 feet from a school, uh, but some feel that the 1,500 foot setback is enough, and if any, any, foot shorter than that, the 1,480 feet in my instance is, is some sort of a risk. But I shared at the council meeting that the, the children at the Harvard Park School are buffered by two bars, a liquor store and a gaming center. So those children that are, you know, a half mile away are buffered by the bars and the gaming center from our plants growing quietly in the night. These, Jeff, these decisions weren't based on merit. It's, it's, it's sickening, quite frankly. Jeff Fulgenzi with us here with Springfield's Morning News, uh, live from the Illinois State Fairgrounds. Jeff, uh, you know, you've been here all your life. I've been here for about 15, 16 years or so. Uh, but one criticism I hear regularly is, you know, Springfield's great for government jobs. Springfield's great for uh, medical jobs. Uh, Springfield used to be great for manufacturing jobs. And what you're looking to do is, and what you and others in the craft growing industry you said, there's about what, like five other companies well, that were, are looking to bring uh, these uh, types of jobs to Springfield. The governor has awarded 100 of these licenses so far. I think we could locate a great many of them in this region. We've got terrific access to, to transportation. We've got terrific access to workforce. We want to be as an industry close to the workforce we want to hire. 
uh, the, these elected officials shouldn't stand in the way. The zoning belongs to the people, not not some partisan alderman. Jeff Lgenzi, uh again, uh, here with us uh, live at the fairgrounds. Uh, talk about the uh, the jobs uh, that would be available if you were to, um, you know, set up shop in Springfield. And, you know, if you're not able to set up shop in Springfield, uh, where are those jobs ultimately going to go? Well, if you, if you look at history, uh, there's a gentleman named Damian Johnson who had the same concern. He came to this council and asked for zoning relief of these setbacks because he wanted to be on the east side of Springfield. That's where his passion is. The, the council refused to allow him to invest in the lower income east side, the disproportionately impacted area as defined and according to the maps I shared at council. Damien's building out in, in, in Danville, Illinois right now. That's not right. We want to be local. We want to be here. Um, we want to be near a, 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 an abundant workforce like Springfield offers. Springfield's more than a, a corn dog town as one uh, silly alderman suggested. We've got a lot to offer. And uh, looking forward to seeing what happens here in the future because uh, it's a, uh, a burgeoning industry uh, growing more and more. Uh, and uh, though there are caps on the licenses that are available, I imagine that uh, if those caps are ever lifted, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to grow like gangbusters. It's a tremendous industry. It's the fastest growing industry. It's an industry young people want to participate in. Springfield needs to retain young people. We talk about it all the time. We need to create industry. Please let us use these vacant buildings. I mean, we, we got shot down the other night. I know some others are going to try some, uh, again, another avenue. In the meantime, we're getting recruited all over the state. Uh, we're going to continue to look for buildings. Uh, I hate the fact that we're being told we can't invest in our neighborhoods we care about. And, you know, social equity companies are required by law to give back a lot of money. Hundreds of thousands of dollars were sitting in that room that we've got to get back in terms of community engagement. We put it in our applications. We were awarded points on that. Please let us give back to our communities but playing politics it's not right jeff Fulgenzi, greatly appreciate you taking time with us and uh unpacking some of what's going on here and uh the possible uh, positive impacts if you guys were uh able to uh, to, to to develop this operation here in springfield or the the possible lost opportunity if you're not able to set up so appreciate that we'll talk again in the near future all right thanks thanks for having me on i appreciate it it is springfield's morning news i'm greg bishop across from the north american midway an absolutely gorgeous day today here in springfield for the state fair make it out out here for Friday, the final Friday of the fair, but you got a couple more days, Saturday and Sunday.